Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome back to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, new car sales in the U.S. catch up with those in China. Ford takes the sales lead with plug-ins, and China gets real interested in CNG for cars. Let's get to this news. Three years ago, we reported how automakers in China were targeting what they call third-tier cities, that is, smaller cities, generally located deeper inside the country. Not only were these untapped markets, the larger cities, like Shanghai and Beijing, started restricting new car sales because of pollution and traffic jams. And now that move into the third-tier cities is really paying off. Sales of new cars and light trucks shot up 14% last month, hitting 1.47 million units, according to the China Passenger Car Association. But guess what? New car sales in the U.S. market in June were exactly the same as they were in China. Wards reports that U.S. sales in June hit 1.47 million light cars and trucks. China is generally considered the biggest market in the world, mainly because it produces so many more heavy trucks, buses, and off-road vehicles. But if you look at what's called the light vehicle segment, that is, the kinds of cars and trucks that most people drive, then the U.S. and Chinese markets are essentially the same size, at least for now. As we poured over the U.S. sales numbers, something jumped out at us. Ford has climbed to the top of the list selling plug-in hybrids. Last month, the Fusion plug-in outsold the Chevrolet Volt, whose sales seem to be in a long-term decline. Ford also easily outsold Toyota's and Honda's plug-ins as well. Throw in the C-Max plug-in and Ford has a commanding lead, albeit in a very tiny segment. Many people thought that electric cars would be perfect to fight the choking pollution in China, but sales of EVs and hybrids are going nowhere. They hit only 17,000 units last year. However, Bloomberg reports natural gas could be the alternative energy that helps to reduce smog in the country. By the end of the decade, it's estimated that 3.8 million vehicles, including buses and trucks in China, will run on CNG, about double what it is right now. That's a big number, but it would only be about 2% of the overall market. Like in the U.S., CNG growth in China will be limited due to a lack of refueling infrastructure. After dominating Formula One for nearly a decade, Nissan Renault CEO Carlos Ghosn really pushed F1 to put more emphasis on hybrid powertrains. But when the new rules went into effect this year, Renault started to get its butt kicked by Mercedes. And so now Ghosn is shaking things up. He's booting out Jean-Michel Jalinier, the president of the company's Formula One arm, who reported directly to Gowen. Six of the last 10 world championships in Formula One have gone to Renault-powered cars, but this year it will go to Mercedes. Coming up next, a look at how the auto industry could stop selling cars and start selling mobility services. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. 
On the latest AutoLine this week, the topic is all about connected and automated vehicles and how they interact with infrastructure or what's referred to as intelligent transportation services. In the following clip, Jim Barbaresso from HNTB Corporation and the chairman of this year's ITS conference in Detroit shares his vision of what the future of mobility could look like. Everybody is focused right now on connectivity and automation, but again, what, what happens when you begin to empower the traveler by giving them information? And I see that as the next step. What do you mean empower them? I, well, empower in the way of, of giving them the decision-making rather than having, say, a centralized system, like MDOT currently has a traffic management system where they provide information to travelers on dynamic message signs along freeways and things like that. But with all of the data and information, the big data that's out there right now, and, and the ability now for a traveler to access that data and begin to make those travel decisions, whether it's on their smartphone or whether it's on a roadside sign, uh, they, can, they can now begin to see how, whether it makes more sense to drive to work, to share a vehicle with somebody else, uh, dynamic ride sharing, mm -hmm. um, or possibly even not to own a vehicle anymore, but to, for example, rent or, or share a vehicle with somebody else. Uh, there's all kinds of new opportunities out there in the mobility realm that, that are being explored, and I think this is where the empowerment is, is that not only is it the empowerment of the driver or the traveler, but also the empowerment of these, these new companies and, and startups that where they're, they're coming up with these fantastic new ideas about uh, parking and mobility and, and dynamic ride sharing or transit applications, uh, electronic payment systems, all interoperable and, and all mobile. And I, I see that as the kind of the next horizon of where we're going, along with autonomy and, and connectivity. So when you begin to see these things all coming together and you start connecting those dots, mm -hmm. you see the, this, this tremendous revolution in mobility that's going to be taking place. Also joining me for this show is Richard Wallace from the Center for Automotive Research and Michelle Mueller from the Michigan Department of Transportation. And you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or check it out on YouTube. Just search for the Autoline Network, or you can download the podcast from the iTunes Store. And don't forget to join us Thursday for Autoline After Hours, when our guest will be Michael Bryan, the head of product planning for Hyundai Motor America. If you want to know where Hyundai sees its next opportunities, here's a chance to hear about it firsthand. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.